LV shoes I bring the shorty closer Just enough to fill the gun on the holster Out on the balcony, feeling on the breeze City skylines, we're puffing on some trees Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda Made back front of the building with the chauffeur And he waiting on me Got a bullet in his hands and my name in the seats No gift, baby, no thanks No chinchillas, baby, so what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks Talk to crazy, he talks to me Keep my business out the streets It's the ART Let's see if that's true. I'm ready. Crazy, what up, bro? What's popping? What's going on, bro? You know, How are you? So I didn't make that introduction. That's my bad. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Episode number one, 102. 102. Yeah, 102, 102. I just got to make sure, you know, I just keep losing. It's- you sure, bro? I'm not trying to be cocky or anything. I just, I'm losing the numbers. You, you know, sure it's one or two? Yeah, because we're going to do one and then we're going to do, so whatever. It's a double episode. Happy 420 to everybody. Um, before we went on air, uh, former police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all three charges for the murder of George Floyd. Um, and those words are, that's how it's supposed to be read, the statement. Yeah. Murder, murder, guilty guilty of all three charges so now he's a convicted murderer um but we gotta wait to see what the sentence is like anyways i don't want to get too serious too heavy right away i am going to talk about that because it's 420 bro it's 420 we need a little bit less uh no man and um, we got to talk about it we got to talk about it you're right Lost City Farms, the Yo. one of the oldest sponsors of the Rick A Show. For real. Has come up with the perfect way for you to enjoy your 420. And it is called The Now and Louder. Ooh. It is two pre-rolled in one packaging. Oh, so shit. Individually get, packed? Oh, well, well the two pack. It's a two pack. So Ooh. you get one, you go with one, you do your thing. And then uh, later on, there's a second one in there for you. Damn, we got a fucking surprise for later. So now and louder. Now and loud. Oh, I get it. Now and louder. I get it. It's a play on uh, now later. But I digress. That this shit is looks more like an airhead, but I got, I get just, it's fly. It looks good. What do you? It looks delicious. It looks delicious. I don't work for marketing, bro. Uh, (laughs) This is the HF Echos Fam takeover of this complete podcast. It's a two-hour special. Our first guest today is Mike Success, talent manager, business consultant, TV personality as well. I've seen you on Fuse. Don't think think we didn't do our research in here. Uh, Good guy to know. Uh, gives great advice. I felt like it was important to have him on the show. Mike, welcome to the show. Uh, I know Craze loves his video right now. I don't know what he's doing, but it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Nah, it's all good, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I love that it's Beard Gang right now. Yes, yes. Um, so I've gained some COVID weight, and I figured the best way to hide it is if I uh, grew it out a little. I mean, yeah, I, I gained I gained COVID weight too. <laughs> It's just hard for me to grow further than that, bro. I start getting mad itchy. I, I got the secret. 
Justin, our director of the show, told me just keep the uh, um, what the goatee and shave down the sides so this comes out, and then you get a nice little lean mm. and give it some structure to your face. Because if I yo framing framing right there, yes, yeah. thank you, yeah. Crazy Boogie. So Mike, yo, how did you get into uh, talent managing? The whole story is too long. Um, I guess I'll fast forward to the whole Chicle situation. Um, that's no, why we need to know. We need to know before that. The origins. Uh, the origins. <laughs> All, right. All right. So let me try to get it as quick as possible. So when I was younger, I used to I was in a, um, in a group. I was I was dancing. So I was like one of the scoop and scrap dudes, you know what I'm saying? In one of those groups. Breakdance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Okay. Over the head. Real hip hop shit. Let's go. All that. All that. <laughs> so then what happened when I was younger, I was always into business. And um, my mom had her business at 10 years old. I got her her first three orders. I named her company. I gave her her slogan. And then what she did, she took me to the Bahamas. And she said, that's your, that's your commission. So mm-hmm. I kind of fell in love. I was like, oh, okay. You know, like that's kind of how I had that love. Shout out to Mom Dukes. For real. Always, always loved music. And then fast forward to like 20, 20 years old. Um, my cousin had a girl that, that could sing. And he was like, yo, do you want to manage her with me? He just, I, I, I was business savvy, but I just never managed anybody. Okay. And I was like, yeah, no problem. You know? Um, and then at that time, I just read books and I just was reading, reading, reading as much knowledge as possible. Went through the whole, you know, music industry, um, got to a point where you had mentioned before, we got to a point through my travels. I, I'm telling you, I was reggae. I was managing a reggae dude, everything and anything. I was just I was just working my way up. And um, and then we finally got a show on Fuse with one of the artists that I had, which was dope. Um, and then that kind of stopped like it didn't get picked up for a second season out of because of politics and everything like that. Um, and I felt like the rug was pulled and I kind of stayed away from that. Like I started to reflect on hip hop and it's real shady and backstabby. And I always went into the industry saying that I'm not about that. That's not who I am personally. So I can't do that business wise. Um, And I really like if I keep it a thousand, I went through like a real mild depression for about two, three years. Like I was like, damn, I had worked so hard and I thought it was going to be the next level. And then it just got pulled. And I was just. That's real, man. That's real. I was was on some family stuff. You know, I'm into I'm into sports baseball I just started really focusing I said okay I'm gonna start coaching my kids and doing all this and I loved it and um and then Chiklin who happens to be my nephew through marriage in, in real life people do not know that they, they just think that that's your one of your clients yeah no, 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 actually no. family yeah that's my that's my nephew through marriage I know him since he was nine years old um and I used to be the, the quote-unquote cool uncle at the holiday parties in the kitchen you know because I was always into hip-hop and so was he and you know yeah. kick it kick it whatever seeing his whole you know come up and then um, 2017, he actually um, said that he was really going to get focused on this. And then July of that year, he had he had a meeting at a title or Rock Nation wanted him to come in. And I forget how the story goes. Either I said, do you want me to go with you? Or he said, Mike, can you come with me? Regardless, I ended up going in. It was the first time like I hadn't been in any building room, anything. You know what I mean? And I walked in and I walked in. It was so different for me. Like, because I just felt like, like, this is nothing, you know? Yeah. And I went in there and I was so confident and comfortable. And we walked, when we got down to the bottom uh, of the building, he was like, yo, bro, I had no idea what the fuck they was talking about. <laughs> and I was like, and he was like, yo, look, can you do this? Like, manage him. And I was like, of course, for you, absolutely. 
And then I told him on some real shit. I said, uncle or not, I said, because I look at him like a son. Like, I really consider him like a son to me. And I said, yo, listen, these first six months, this was July. I said, I'm not taking any money. I'm going to show you how I work. This is how I get down. We're going to get busy. And I just want to build him, mm-hmm. you know, just do whatever. I don't need, I don't need any money right now. In January, that's when we, you know, sign paperwork, you know, to get, you know, professional or whatever. Him, Eleni, and then we formed the company together, HF, the three of us. And then we built it from 2017 to where we're at right now. So HF wow. is, 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 is a business venture between you, Maleni, and uh, Chick-fil-A. Okay. Yeah. But the thing is, is for me, like a real like a real business person, I don't double I don't double dip. Right. So I, yeah. I just take one percentage. That's it. It's not like, oh, let me get my management. Let me get my percentage from owner. It's yeah. not like that. I don't move that's like dope. that. I don't move like no, that. That's dope, man. Keeping it in the family. That's dope. Man. No, absolutely. absolutely. Is it difficult, you know, working? I mean, I've worked with obviously. Well, Crazy and I, we've been best friends over 30 years. And mm-hmm. we actually have a, a little, his niece is my little cousin. Oh, so our, our family intermingled. Okay. Um, we know how hard it is to work with family. Has there been any rough times where there's it's, something that's on the It's table? hard as fuck. It's hard as fuck working <laughs> with Rick. <laughs> Now, you know, you, you know, you know what it is. It's, you know, Chicle and I, it's funny. We're so similar, but very different at the same time. And he's mm-hmm. 19 years my younger. Right. And it's weird because it's like it's almost like he's my best friend. Right. Because we just work very well together. Like I know what I know. They know what they know. And I never try to. It's, it's either or like I'll ask him. Like when I first started doing videos, I was like, you know, I would say something. He'd be like, yo, bro, you have to do this. Like, I'm not just because I'm older than you. It's not because I can't listen to you, bro. You know what yeah. you're doing. So. It works. It, it works. It works great. You know what I mean? Um, I think we both all of us have learned a lot from each other. And now it's almost like it's I don't want to say it's on autopilot, but we just kind of know how each other moves. You know what I mean? I mean, we've been yeah. doing it for so long and it's like, you know, yeah, I got into a rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it, and, and it's great. It's great. It's, you know, flows and, you know, you have your ups and downs, but nothing crazy, you know, nothing serious at the end of the day with the three of us. It's like if two people want to do it, that's it. You know what I mean? And being a manager um, to Chicklet and Maleni, that's that includes fashion, that includes music, that includes the commercials. There was a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Um, there's the Full Locker commercial, um, the Fashion Nova deal. So it, it, it's not just one venture. How do right. you juggle all of that? Because it's, it's a lot of different avenues. Yeah, it's, it's the, a lot the, of lanes. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 very difficult because the difficult part is that is I'm very good. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind delegating people, right? Mm-hmm. The hardest part is finding the people that you trust to delegate those things to, because okay. we've tried to. There's so many different lanes, and a lot of the stuff that you've seen is just the three of us, like you said. And some people think we we would love to have a team, you know. And you bring certain people in. Because you have to, like, there was a point where, like, listen, I know what I don't know. Like, even the music side, I come from the music, but I don't know, like, what it is right now. Like, I'm good on certain aspects, but I'd rather have somebody that's in the now. And yeah. I you know, I formed a, a, another group. We could talk about that in a second. But the thing is, is that you got to find people. But if you don't, you got to kind of, you got to figure it out. Because now we're at a point, it would have been great at the beginning, right? And I always say, you try to put people in positions that you trust. But sometimes those people are just not capable of doing it on a business level, right? So that's the hard part. You got tons of people you could do, but it's like, damn, you know, now it's a level of, do I bring somebody in and are they coming in for real? Or is it just they want to be around Chicle or they just want to be around Lenny? Yeah. That's the tough part, right? But, 
you know, people think that, you know, we move in, bro, it's pretty much been a three-man team. You have a couple of people here and there um, yeah. that have done helped out, but it, it's, it's tough, but you just got to, you got to figure it out. Now, <clears throat> Chicklet became very fam- very famous because of the comedy sketches that he does with Maleni on the internet. Mm-hmm. But there came a time where he probably came and approached you and said, listen, I, I really want to do music. Because if you've spoken to Chicklet for 20 minutes, you'll understand that that's something that he's super serious about and he's pouring his all into it. Mm-hmm. What was that conversation like? Because it's too different. A lot of Instagram comedians have tried that, right. that transition. Right. What was now, that conversation like? Now, I don't know about other guys, but I know him since he was nine. And I know that that's what he's, he's he tried to do that before. Like he wanted to be, you know, and wanted to spit before when he was younger. Mm. So that conversation was very easy. All right. Like well, our camp is completely like, hey, if he said I want to become president, I'd be like, all right, what's up? What's the, what's the next step? Like, he'll tell me, yeah, Mike, I hate telling you ideas because you want to move on them right away. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's just what it is. So I knew he had even his first song he hates. I think it, I think it was great. Like, that, you know, he just he loves the music, but he just doesn't want to live like that rapper lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like his more goals are like, you know, TV actor kind of vibe rather than rapper. He does that because it's fun. And I tell him I personally think i'm like yo yo bro you're good at it because you're you have your finger on the pulse on what you say and everything like that so you know that was an easy conversation the first song which one was it waste no time yeah i got that one waste my time waste my time waste no time wait waste no time waste no time yeah he's got he's got some hits oh yeah Uh, because q with baby boy slime is dope oh yeah the one i use for the promo i'm the one is Mm -hmm. probably like a super major record for him i don't even know what his numbers are but just that record alone and the one he did with benzo which we'll talk about later uh is why you hate me i think it is yeah 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 that baby boy slime record i, I, that, really I when i heard that i was like wait that's one that's a, that's a, the one that i really like yeah um so <clears throat> music is his passion uh you mentioned acting and things like that how do you take a talent and then they come to you like, well, you know, I want to do a sneaker deal now. Like, how do you, what's the process like? Well, as far as with that, switching lanes like that, it's not easy. Yeah, but it, it, it depends because everybody thinks that they're the, they're the shit, right? Mm-hmm. So there's certain things to go, you know, because I, I work with a bunch of different people now, right? So yeah. it's like, this person may be different than that person. And, you know, once I build the relationship, it can be easy. I don't want to say easy. It's easy to get the contact, right? But at the same token, it's like, okay, you want a sneaker deal. You might not be ready for the sneaker deal. I know you do. You think so, but you may not be. So, you know, it's, I'm, I'm good as far as with how I, how I move and as far as how I speak. Um, I'm like the person that you want me to dub you because I know how to dub somebody like in a nice way. <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd be like, yo, did he just dub me? But I, yo, I rock with him. I rock with him. Diplomatic, diplomatic. Yeah. No, nah, but it, it, it again, it's it, it's that old saying. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And, yeah. you know, I just I just firmly believe that everybody is different. Um, saying I always say is art is never wrong. It's mm-hmm. just now when you turn it to a business, that's different because art's an expression. So however you express yourself, nobody can tell you how to do that. But now if you're trying to take it to a certain audience, now we might have to, you know, have conversations. You know what I mean? I think you guys do it very well. Um let me give you your flowers real quick. I, I think that uh, 
knowing what works for yeah. them and their dynamic yeah. and taking that and for example the full locker commercial i think was perfect because it, it's it looks like a regular chicken millennial skit it just mm-hmm. involves you know kicks mm-hmm. um i think that that works for you guys very well you mentioned maybe acting in the future um i know millennial also doing modeling mm-hmm. is there is that something that's coming down the pipeline or um i mean we it's it's funny we've been in deals with production companies to do certain mm-hmm. types of shows um and i've had to pull out of them just because uh the in the beginning the situation was great and everybody was yeah 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 we want to do what we want you know how we want to do it yeah. and then it started to turn and it was like yeah could you guys do this and it's like mm, that's not really where we're trying to go um because it's it's you know i would pull out and i'd be like listen before you guys spend any money Cause that's what, that's how I am. Like, I don't care if it's my money or your money. I'm not really trying to have somebody spend money. And then I'm like, well, we got the bread anyway. And then see you later. It just yeah. ru- you know ruins a relationship. So we've had situations and again, timing is everything and it wasn't meant to be, but in that process, we'd be able to, we've been able to build our leverage because we've grown and grown and grown. So now, you know, the conversations are a little bit different because we have enough eyeballs on us that if we want to do it, we want to do it on our own terms. Like I always say is that, that Rockefeller kind of, we can, we can, we can really do that because we have enough eyeballs on us to command, you know, the, the creative control and say, listen, we know what we're doing. The hardest part is breaking in there because what happens is the, the, the lower level people, even the, some of the management and networks or whatever, their fans, the people that push the buttons are older and they still don't get it yet that yeah. this will connect. And I know what my people could do. You know what I mean? Like I know. Yeah. They need to know, can they hold more than a minute? And I know they can. So it's just a matter of, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you've seen uh, their YouTube series, Pillow Talk, uh, you know that they can do more than a minute. Hey, that shit is entertaining as fuck, bro. Obviously. Yeah. yeah so, we, that might be something coming soon. I can't really say anything as of yet where that might be sitting somewhere. Hey, let's go. But nothing, nothing, nothing super crazy, but just. Yeah. <laughs> so also. Uh, for those of you who are unsigned artists and don't have a manager and you need something good in the morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> With my man Mike, every morning he has a little gem to drop for you. Um, and he has a show at uh, Square Media. Is this is Square Media, right? Yeah, Studio Square. Studio Square. Studio Square, Square. recordings, yeah. Well, tell me, come on. Maddox, they can see you already, so just go ahead. Just go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of the future baseball stars yeah that's future. he's been on i've had him on calls with me sometimes when i had a call with youtube i had him sit and take take notes so, so uh how did the good morning good morning come about um i don't i don't know really like it just kind of you know the art circle was really about you know like like especially like Chicle, I'll sit there and say, you know, once he got to a certain level, it's like, okay, what do you want to do? Not for me. What do you want? Yeah. And, you know, we would, we have those conversations every once in a while, sit at a table and, you know, I was somebody like, I would love to do public speaking. I want to help people. That's just my nature. Um, And he was like, yo, you should start, you should start doing stuff. And I started, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I put it on a story Mm -hmm. and then it just kept going. And and then he would help me through that. Like, Hey, listen, Mike, you should just, uh, you know, your personality needs to come out more because I was so, you know, stiff, you know, he's like, yeah, you're saying good morning, good morning, you know, and it was just like, <laughs> it was like people need to, to understand and feel and it just kind of yeah. came into something and it was just like, um, you know, my whole thing is that I do that 
I do it for anybody that can get anything from it. Yeah. But my focus is really the millennial generation and the younger generation because I don't know, if, you know, especially in the in the urban community, right? Mm-hmm. They may not have fathers, uncles, whatever, you know, whatever it is that they can look up to. And if you can just wake up in the morning and get a piece of something that I could help you with, you know, and that's what you could say. He's like, yo, Mike, you do that. You could help tons of people instead of just us here. Yeah. And that's really how it started. And when I get messages like, you know, hey, I got a job using one of the practices that you like, I love that. I love that. So Yo, that's powerful, man. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. And like be, being that type of like, you know, like un, un, unofficial uh, mentor, you know, but exactly. I feel like it's dope to have older dudes that are willing to give game. You know, I feel thing. like we grew up in a generation where, where our, our OGs, you know, they, I don't know. We didn't really have too many, at least me and Rick, I don't know. Me and Rick didn't have too many dudes that were really willing to kind of. Mm-hmm. We have very. We had a handful. We had a handful. Um, but they not, nowadays, like my entire like guys that we grew up with, they all support this show. So yeah, for sure. That's the, give... that's, a, that's the truth. That's what you need. That's what you need. And that's the thing, you know, like it's just I come from that. It takes a village to raise. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it's like, you know, and a lot of times even like I'm heavy in baseball with my kids and I talk to players that are going to college, you know, whatever it is, I'll talk to them for, for an hour. It's just the thing is, is that because for me, I get my quote unquote clout chips because I manage Chicle, somebody that they know. Chicle yeah. Millennial, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of like the cool guy. You know what I mean? I'm not the old, I'm not their father that keeps telling them the same thing. I could tell them, but in a different light. And they listen to a yeah. degree, you know, but I just, I, and I, and I just want to show consistency, consistency for that. I mean, you have, this is, this happened before, I think pre-COVID. Yeah, 2000, November 2019, I've been doing it every month. Yeah, because I remember the first couple, I was hitting you up like, yo, and I was reposting some of it, too. Yeah. And then you did the live at five, which yep, I thought was pretty was good, too. Um, gave insight to a lot of people in, the, in a lot of different industries. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you do this show. Talk to me about the show. Um, it's called Business is Always Personal. It's a saying that I always uh, have always said, because when you're dealing with people, you're deal- you know, when you're dealing in business, you're always dealing with people. Um, for me, business is not transactional, um, as much there is transactions involved, but I'm dealing, if I'm doing something with Rick, there's a relationship with Rick, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Even for the business and whether we do a deal or not, there's still a personal connection there. Um, and that's something it's, it's almost taking those morning videos and just kind of extending them. And a lot of it is, uh, try not to focus so much on music. It was because it was a studio, you know, Jay at studio square. He, he had reached out to me and was like, yo, see your morning joints it'd be great i'm trying to do you know i'd love to do this would you do this here you know cool absolutely um for me anything that is helping anybody bro like that's just it's it's my nature it's my nature um yes i would love to be speaking here and there and you know get paid to speak and everything like that that's cool you know what i mean but um i gotta give i gotta give stuff again this is building the brand first then the business like i always say um, that's why I have these, even like, if, I don't know if you've seen, like, well, I'll do the consulting calls on Modi, right. It's yes. app that I use yeah. and people reach out to me, you know, cause I can't certain people, I, you know, I don't have the time to manage fully, but I could talk to you and it's charged by the minute back when I was going up, yo, if I had to speak to somebody who knows how much that could have cost even to have that access. So to me, I'm like, listen, if you need five minutes, we can do it five minutes. Like I have a call, but at least. It, it's worth my time. I, you know, I don't want to say it like that, but at least it's giving me an incentive. It's not a lot of money, 
You know what yeah. I mean? But at least I'm helping. I could, that's why I tell, tell me what you want so that when we get on there, we can go right to it. Cause I don't want you to think I'm trying to, Hey, let me make this call long. You know what I mean? But you know, it's, it's dope. That's, that's my whole aura. Aura is. I usually, uh, sorry to cut you off. I usually jump on your lives and we usually have a discussion during your lives sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, there was an artist, I forgot the guy's name. I don't know if he was a music artist because he said he wasn't a music artist, but he's like, oh, I need a manager. Do I need management? And you gave him advice off the bat. And you were like, I don't know if it's music, but if it's not, just send me a DM and I'll talk to you. Right, right, right. Uh, gems like that or opportunities like that are priceless. Um, because you could just easily say, you know, your time at this point is, is valuable. Right. You could just easily just say, you know what, uh, hit me up and then I'll, I'll return that or I'll talk to you when I get a chance. Right. Um, what keeps you in that mindset, in that frame? Because uh, once you get to a certain point, you start thinking, you know, like, uh, you know, like Craze Boogie, we did 100 episodes. And he thinks, you know, for me to get a, on a call with him, I got to put time on his calendar. Um, <laughs> we produce 100 episodes. This is what he thinks. I got to put time on his calendar. You know, I got to do everything in advance. Hey, by the book. I got to have book. I got to have my memo ready, my talking points ready. How do you stay motivated and not get a big head like Crazy Boogie right here? Nah, it's um, I don't think I'll ever have that. I think the re- that this happened at this age for me. Maybe if I was 22, it might be different, to be honest with you, because at 22, I was puff poppy. I was the Spanish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I swore I was what it was. And it's funny, Hip Hop Mike, I did an interview with him during COVID and he had asked me what the difference is between then and now. And now it's all about my family. Like everything yeah. that I do, everything is from my wife, my kids, my, my circle. Like yeah. the fact that I can, you know, my son, he's going to school in South Carolina, right? At a baseball school. And he, he's, he loves this dude. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Lil Jufu, right? Rapper, TikTok dude, one of my friends. Yo, got him on a FaceTime and my son was able, like, he he said, dad, that made my week, that he was able to talk to him. And that's because it's one of my partners in this bigger, you know, um, situation that I have. Mm-hmm. Doing that, bro, that stuff like that, all jokes aside, like, I'll put tears to my eyes because I'm like, damn, I'm able to do that for him. When I see yeah. my family doing, like, when I see Chicle, anybody doing what they love to do, that makes me feel good. And I'm into servant leadership. And that's why I think I'm a good manager because I can do this. And yes, I can focus on me and do all this. And I have no problem being in the spotlight doing it. But I know my job. Like there's, hey, I got to hold the light. I don't care. I could sit here, have a conversation with somebody and jump off. And if I got to pick up, you know, I mean, not at this level now, but the point now, but if I had to go take Chicle up to Rhode Island, Rhode Island to go do host it, like they, it was everything. But I'm just I'm just grounded because that's just my nature and my family. You know what I mean? No, we hear that. We we appreciate stuff like that, man, because we we believe in that a lot. Like supporting people that um that are close to you. Just we want to see like our folks win. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel exactly. like that's that's a big part of, of why we do what we do in general. Like we we started this shit. Rick kind of started this, and we we turned it into this vision of like, yo, let's just highlight four years ago, maybe. Yeah. And we, we took it in a direction of, uh, I would say, three years ago, where it was like, yo, let's let's just highlight people. You, Rick started booking people uh, from uptown, you know, from, from Queens. Just folks that was like, okay. Shout out like, to Queens, can... by the way. Word up. Shout out to Queens. I'm from uptown, but Queens gives me so You're much You're not from love. uptown no more. That's it. You, Hold you on a second. Sure. Hold, sure let, me, let me, let me, let me, yo. Shout out to Serge from Colorworks, right? Serge. It's my guy. Shout out to Mike Swagger. Shout out to Mike right here. 
shout out to the entire creative industry of Queens, the ghost of Queens. Shout out to Omi Diaz, even though you live in L.A. now. Queens has taken Queens, me Queens and adopted me. They dipped me in the water craze. They dunked you in the water? Oh, That's fucking, it. Uh, I was baptized. At fucking Flushing Meadows? Yes. They dunked you well, in Well, I would have came out with one arm, but they dumped me in the water and they baptized me. <clears throat> oh, no. I'm not but we're so trying to do the same thing on our side. Craze got a show coming out. Jayla got a show coming out. And then we got a couple other projects in the works. So no, uh, that's, that's definitely how we're moving along. So if Craze was a artist, which he used to be when he was like 16, 17, mm-hmm. what would be the first piece of advice you would give an artist who is starting out doing his little freestyles in the studio, spending his 30, 40, whatever the studio studio time <laughs> is nowadays? The, the uh, first the first thing I do, bro? Yeah. Unless it was more to your question. The, no, no, no. The first piece of advice you would give an uh, artist, <clears throat> just like that. Just like that. Figure out who you are as a person first. Like, you got to figure out, like, everybody has a brand. Yeah. And that's, like, bro, I've been on calls. Yo, how do I get, I can't answer those questions until I know, this is my style, how I'm. Okay. Who are you? What are you about? Let me talk, let me talk to you. How old are you? Okay. What are you into? I need to dive deep and figure out who it is and then figure out in all of that, what makes you different because there is too much talent out here. Everybody's nice. Everybody's nice. I don't care what anybody says you, you, Oh, I'm nice. And okay. Who cares? Yeah. There's a lot of talent out here now. Man. The, bro, the American idol, all these shows that like, I'm just, I'm just using that on a broad scale, but yeah. everybody is nice and okay. everybody can spit and excuse me. But as far as now, how to get in is a lot easier than it used to be before. Yeah, so, yes. Don Dinero said the exact same thing. So it's like, what makes you different? And you have to carve that out. Like I was telling this dude on a call, I was like, I don't care if you collect pens. Are you a pen collector? Okay. We need that to be on your, on, on your social media. Like do yeah. little things because people fall in love with the person, the music. Cool. You're going to have your inner circle be like, yo, you nice. I'm telling you, you nicer than that. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Outside your circle. What's going to make you different outside your circle? So figure out who you are first, and that's, who, that's what your brand is, and then we can work on that. I think you also find out if you really have a passion for that. Oh, um, yeah. Crazy and I used to dish the exact same advice when we used to so-called manage music acts. Um, the first- that's, It's stressful. The first yeah, thing I would be, say I, is I don't want to do it no more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, you have skill, you have talent. Um, but I would actually, when we would be doing songs, right? This is where I would go. Writing songs. Anybody can do 16 bars, but not everybody can write an album, like a full-length album mm-hmm. with a theme and a story to tell. Yeah. So it give me a story that, that you want to tell. Give you three, three like versatile tracks yeah. not everybody can do that like and then and but then even if everybody if some you get somebody that can do that will it be hurt yeah that's yeah. the other thing yeah that's that's not even we're talking about like even step one yeah. of, of yeah. like 12 yeah say, you know? yeah and that's what people think again i always say we live in a 140 character world and this is the thing i used to have a problem like 100 i used to be like damn why do these kids think it's like this like everything is like this but then I checked it out. You know, like I look back because I'm an analyzer. I analyze everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? Yo, their whole life is instant 
gratification. Everything. Exactly. Yes. Everything. If they want a song, boom. If they want us to watch a video, boom. Everything is boom. I want a video. You don't even have, you know, I want a, you know, video game. I don't got to go to the store. I can just doubt everything is right now. So what makes me think that they're not going to think that everything is like that? So you got to find those people and you got to be able to dig. That's, that's what's the separating factor. What used to be normal before is abnormal now. Mm-hmm. And those are the things. That's why with my kids, I tell them, what used to be normal for me, when you shake somebody in their hand, you know what I'm saying? Shake their hand, look them in the eyes and speak with them and have, you know, firm handshake and talk and, and work and bust your ass. That separates you. Not just, you know, because listen, and, and my kids, look, they, they know how long Chicle has done this, but it still mm-hmm. looks like this. Hey, I want to be on Instagram. It, it takes time. You're not going to just jump to 4 million followers. People don't see the work that, that, that gets put in. We've been on Instagram since August. No, uh, I'm going to say July of 2018. And we are at 10,000 followers. So um, not only that, he has 4 million followers, but consistent followers. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning he, it doesn't drop for him. Right. It's hard yeah, to keep true. those. So uh, my whole problem with social media is the fact that everybody thinks it's easy to go viral. Everybody thinks it's even in this podcast game, podcast game. When I started, there was, there was a couple of podcasts, but the first thing is you got to put out content. And the second thing is you got to be consistent. Yeah. And if you don't have those two, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. And virals and, and virals, another word that's defined by the person because somebody could tell Chicle, yo, I went viral and that's not viral to him. I could sit there and True. feel like I went viral. True. 10,000 views. There's levels to that shit. That's exactly. why they call them, what do they call them? Uh, micro influencers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means. That shit sounds kind of weird, you know? <laughs> but everybody got a role. Like, that's the thing. That's, that's the other thing. That's I true. People, yo, you may not, you, your brand may not be 4 million followers. Your brand may be 25,000 followers. How do you cultivate that? That's true. But if you, but if you have 20, if you have 25K uh, that really fuck with you and then will will buy some shit that you put out. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll you like, got to cultivate that and bring that out. Now become creative with those 25 instead of looking at all of those. Look at these 25 that got you. How do we, how do we monetize that? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, you have to be creative. You got to be creative. It's not just merch. It's just come up with different ideas. We can do this. We can do that. You know, a whole bunch of mm-hmm. different things. So we talked about music. Let's say young crazy boogie right here is he wants to try his, his hand at Instagram and TikTok and uh, what's the other one? Snapchat, all these social media apps. Mm. What is the first thing he needs to learn? Does, has he been on it at all? No, he's just starting out. He wants, to be, out. He wants to be the next chicklet. He just bought a, he bought a new iPhone. He got a new <laughs> iPhone. He think, he think he says he got a camera now. He could do little videos. Uh, he wants to be the next thing. I would, I would say start off by shooting something every, post something every single day, even it doesn't have to be perfect. Post anything so that you can start getting the consistency of people. You know, now it's like, oh, this guy, you know, he posted in the beginning, obviously you're going to be following or whatever. You know, some people will start and say, hey, hey, Chica, can you post this for me? I want to get fucked. Relax. Relax. Just, you know, I tell people just go because it's that quick. So for me, again, my advice is, I want to say it's not like the norm. A lot of people, you got marketing companies that say, hey, give us 5,000 and we can post first, sit there, figure it out. I always say the beginning is wonderful because you can try 
if Craze wanted to do, hey, I want to do a video at a supermarket. And then I wanted to do something in the car. And then I wanted to do something there, whatever. And then it's like, okay, this one got me three views. This got no view. Now you see what works. Mm-hmm. But you don't have a lot of followers, so it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, even, like, you know, I don't have a lot of followers. So I can do whatever, pretty much whatever I want. You get Chicle, to experiment, yeah. Chicle is different. When he does something, it's four million people. It's like, okay. So we have to be careful about that. You know what I mean? But in the beginning, you can do whatever you want and just try and I, you know, just do what you feel like, you know, because some people go onto the onto IG or, or social media and it's okay. You can use it as acting. Say, hey, mm-hmm. this is who I am. Cool. Um, I think being authentic resonates more with people um, because people can see through. Because as you know, you guys have spoke to Chicle and when you speak to Milan, you know, it's the same. You know what I mean? That's why I think they resonate so much with people because they're real, you know, and there's other people that are just different and it's, it's fine. But I would just say, be consistent, try to figure it out. Um, those are not the answers that people want. People want do this. First yeah. question I get all the time, yo, how do I go viral? Um, you know, like me if, re- if meeting, you- meeting, a, meeting a real estate contract. How do I make a, how do I flip a house of a million right now? There's a process, you know what I mean? You can't just go viral, you know? But if you knew the answer to that question, oh, I'd be straight. <laughs> straight I would have charged you for this call. Just, right? <laughs> right? We would have we been able to get paid already. Now, <laughs> let me ask you we got this is a, a war going on and a revolution going on in social media uh-huh. between two apps, TikTok and Instagram. Okay. It seems to me that the tides are going, people are moving away from Instagram and moving towards TikTok. Mm-hmm. And the consensus is because the following of TikTok, for example, it's easier to get monetized and you can get monetized. And the TikTok followers are millennials and they like videos, they comment. So they give you engagement. They don't unfollow, they follow. Mm-hmm. What what is your view? I mean, you must be analyzing analytics all day long on both apps. Yeah, no, I mean, for TikTok is definitely the younger generation, right? For me, how I look at it is if you look at it in ages, right? It's mm-hmm. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook right? Yeah. To me, that's how it goes as far as demo, as far as age groups. Um, I think Instagram, though, is doing very well on trying to jump on whatever they see TikTok doing. They immediately... I mean, that's what happened with the reels. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they jump, jump on that. Um, TikTok is dope. TikTok is dope. Um, again, for my personal, I, I prefer IG. That's just me. Um, but TikTok, I get it. You know, and again, you say it's easier to monetize. You see what I'm saying? It's always what's the quickest, what's the easiest, what's mm-hmm. the fastest. You know, for us, IG is the best for us because IG don't pay us, but we get the most money from IG, if that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, So um, in my group that I have now that we have a lot of TikTok um, influencers. Um, So it's heavy on that side, you know, and it's always, you know, it's the younger, younger audience. And that's, so is this, uh, I think it's this, right? That's the group you're referring to. uh, Yeah. This group, your new venture, this group. Yeah. That's, that's an, it's just sort of touch on that. Um, it's me and five other managers. Uh, we kind of came together. Uh, this is an acronym for trust, honesty, integrity, and success. Um, and it was just really just getting guys together that had been screwed before, like just really want to handle the business ethically, correctly, 
not try to screw anybody, don't take money under the table. And, you know, I kind of said, I was like, yo, bro, why don't we, you know, reached out to individuals and say, why don't we come together and just put all our resources together? And, you know, rather than just dealing with your acts, my acts or whatever, now we have like 245 million in following underneath us, whether we manage or represent. Um, and it's and it's just dope because it's being, it's like almost like a secret, secret society, being with people that really care. Mm-hmm. And the easiest thing we spoke about when forming this company was money. Which was crazy. That's no, that's dope. Because that's there's no ego. The most awkward conversation. Exactly. There's no egos. Everybody was just like, "Yo, listen, we're sitting here. We're ready to build. We're ready to rock." And, you know, the visions that I have and and the team has for it is just super huge. And it's uh, mostly black and brown owned, which is super dope. Um, and we're just really trying to change just how people, like anybody you speak to, like when brands or agencies speak to me, I'll get, "Yo, Mike, who else you got?" Because I just want to, like, I like how you handle how you are same thing with all my guys every single guy on the team is the same way i'll be like yo boom they got the same energy because that's how we move we move our energy and if the energy ain't right i don't care how much money we can make it's just i i can't do that i can't do it so um it's dope we got some you know some people on that on that team and we'll like make an announcement like we you know we started slowly putting it out on ig but you know we'll put like a press release because we're gonna hopefully soon announce um like something that we're doing, and I think you guys see. announced Mac, Michael Rappaport was one of the first ones that you announced. I'm not even sure. Yeah, that was that was, and and that was crazy because how that happened is um, OG actor by the way, like yeah, Mike's nah, been that, in the game for a while. OG podcaster, super 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 dope, super dope. Mm-hmm. What happened was is that it was funny in 2019. I think I was speaking to him about getting Chiclan Millennium on his podcast because he's a fan fan of this. Yeah. And he had commented on one of Melanie's posts recently. And I said, you know what? Let me just open the lines of communication again. Yo, Mike, what's going on? But I want to see if they can get in the pocket. For sure, no problem. You know, I'm fans of theirs, whatever. I come back in June. And then he kind of, you know, had a question. He was like, yo, do you handle their brands and stuff like that? And I was like, yeah, why? What's up? What do you need? I thought he needed like a favor. He said, so you need something from me? Us? And he was just like, no, you. Yeah. And we got on the call. And, you know, we kind of spoke for about a half hour, 45 minutes. And he was like, yo, I think I want you to do this for me. Like, could you do this? Because I don't have anybody that does this. I was like, yeah, no problem, bro. Like, it's not a problem at all. And, you know, it was dope. He's a super dope dude. You know what I mean? And it was so funny how I announced that the next day, the whole Kevin Durant stuff started happening. I started getting texts. Everybody was like, yo. (laughs) I wasn't going to go to that, but you brought it up. So you opened it for me. I see the announcement. And I'm like, the next day, the leak happens, whatever. I'm like, nah, that's not how Mike moves. So I, I 100% knew that's not how you move. And yeah. I was just like, that just has to be like coincidence. I mean, good presses. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, press yeah, good- yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that I'm only handling like brand and sponsorship deals for him for social yeah. media. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like, you know, I had somebody FaceTime me. Yo, let me find out you're managing Michael Rappaport. I said, no, he got to manage. Like, he got one. I said, it's just for this. Because I'm never the guy. I don't front. Yeah. Like, I never sit there. And if you say, oh, you're managing him. And I'm like, well, you said it. I'm not going to correct you. I'm not that guy. Yeah. I don't need that. I tell you, no, this is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's still dope. Now, you know, it's cool. It's it, it, it's dope. He's a good, he's a, he's a dope dude. And it's just, you know, we're just starting. So Now, uh, you also started managing one of my guys i want to know how this came about because i didn't even know he was with you until like i think maybe like four weeks ago 
Devante. Devante Rosero, a.k.a. Devante Magic. Yeah, he's he's actually the first one that as the group that he's that that we manage. Me and my partner, Don, are like his guys, yeah. uh, like the faces uh, for him. Um, Devante, I met through Hugo, actually the owner of that at Modi. He mm-hmm. told me about Devante maybe two years ago. And Devante wanted to get on a call with me and he just wanted to pick my brain. And we were on the phone for like an hour and a half. When do you need a manager? What does a manager do? What do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, at that time, I couldn't, I couldn't, even if I wanted to. So it was just conversation. And then I would stay in contact with him or whatever. And then when this group was about to be formed, I called him and I said, yo, I want to see if we can put you on the roster, not necessarily to manage you, but that if brands come that I can say, you know, we have, he was like, yeah, no problem. He was like, I actually might need more than that. So then we got a conversation and he was like, you know, we sat, we met up and he was like, I remember when we had that call and I asked you, when do you need, you know, when, when do you know you need a manager? And he goes, and I figured it out. You know what I mean? And he told me a story of when he realized he needed a manager and then we, you know, and then we spoke and, um, you know, it's just the energies again. I think Devante is super dope. Um, Insanely talented. Yeah, super, super, super dope. And um, I'm pretty sure sure he stole my identity when he came to the Rickage show. (laughs) But um, (laughs) but yeah, I I mean, he has a talent for it. No, uh, we normally shoot the episodes uh, out of the monkey room before COVID. And the owner of the bar was at the bar. And I was like, I want you to come back. Because after we shoot the show, the guest always hangs out and they talk to, because we allow an audience to come in and watch the taping. So he was doing tricks on everybody that was yeah. in the audience. So the owner came. She's, we actually have a good clip of it. It's on his page. It's on our page. Mm-hmm. The owner of the show still to this day was like, Rick, how did he guess that I was thinking of Tahiti? I, I, I still, I don't know. I was like, give up on it because... I've talked to him so many times that he won't just, he won't, he won't give nothing up to me. And I've seen him think, I've seen him do things crazier than that. Bro, my wife, I tell her, my son loves, the my son that was just crawling yeah. over here, he loves him. We got on his Zoom show that he did recently. Yeah. Blue, um, like my wife just is like, yo, he got something. He got something. I was like, babe, I told you, I told you, this dude is no joke. No joke. Um, Ivan Manito invited me to a. Uh, Ivan was doing a promo for Remy Mark uh, at Poppet Poor, one of these spots uptown. And he brought in Devante, but he didn't tell anybody Devante was coming. So it was me, it was uh, Mr. Nueva York, um, Atueda, which is another social media influencer, two point million plus. Uh, Tommy 5K was there. Um, couple other social media people were there and Devante just started ripping tricks on everybody that was in the bar and afterwards I was like he's a demon can <laughs> you come to the podcast and at first I was thinking damn how are we gonna verbalize because there's people that are true audio podcast fans and there's people that watch the video right how are we we still have the video on deck it's not even out yet how are we going to like, you can't, I would have to do a play-by-play of the trick. And it takes away from that. So I, I, but I was like, yo, just come. 
Still one of my favorite episodes. I think we had a lot of people there who were interested and they wanted no, to see our one. It, it was a crazy episode, bro. We had like 15 people there live watching as like an mm-hmm. audience. Um, he pulled in a small people, back room. Yeah, he pulled yeah. people from the audience. I was in on one of the illusions that he did. Uh, even the owner, one of the owners of Monkey Room, uh, yeah. came in and and he he did something about what, like some he asked like oh you know what places were you thinking about? So and he, it was like yeah. some place that she had, she was talking. He blew everybody's mind. Yeah, he's dope. He's fucking, dope. he's a fucking demon. I'm pretty sure. When I saw him in Pop and Pour, I I knew he. He's still not, he still hasn't gotten to his ceiling yet. Nah. Because I firmly believe Devontae's going to have his own nah, show right. on the Vegas trip. We're going to see him in Vegas. Vegas trip. I, I, I saw the first few tricks. I was Vegas. like, yo, it's not just the tricks, it's the performance. The way that's, he, that's the goal. He that's does everything. Goal. So yeah, Definitely, you know, residency. And I think a year or two from now, residency. Nah. 100%. Yep. I mean, to do it for LL Cool J, Blake Griffin, um, Anthony Davis, uh, Little Wayne's daughter. Um, Is it Fat Joe? Fat Joe. Joe Budden. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I'm mad at him. I, I got to talk to him about that Joe Budden one. <laughs> Joe Budden? Uh, yeah, he, uh, Joe Budden. A lot of people get the same reaction. Like, they can't believe it. They think yeah. he's the devil. Or... Yeah. Nah, he's but dope. It's insane, man. It's insane. Dope. And the not knowing is the best part. So, Absolutely. yeah. Uh, he definitely blow minds. Yeah. Mike, so I want to play a little game. We got a segment called Distorted Pictures, right? Okay. I'm going to show you a picture of one of your clients. Mm. And you have to try to identify who it is. Okay. So, Justin, can you see Justin's screen, by the way? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Rick, Rick is horrible at distorting these images, by the way. So. <laughs> it, Just for the record. Just throw it out there. First of all, that's our logo. That's distorted right there. Let's go with the first one, Justin. Okay, wait, it says distorted pictures. Okay. Yeah. It says mass more right now. I got to click on it. <laughs> yeah, you got to click. I click think on I can pin this. All right, hold on, hold on. Boom. Boom. I think I can pin the screen. I'm a whole nigga. <laughs> got it. We got you. Rick's washed too. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's that's the first one, right? Oh, he already, he already knew that was Trickler, so. Can we reveal the image? Got the herringbone pattern on it. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting good with this thing. You know, I'm doing. Let's see, you've been playing around with Photoshop. I see. Oh, Jayla's oh, coming on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, one whole hour late. Hey, Jayla. Is, the, is the audio working? Is the audio working? Wow. I'm All not right, gonna... so next. The... Next image. That was the first one. <laughs> oh, who's this? That's Benzo. Uh, let's reveal the photo. Boom. See, I didn't do that bad this time. Crazy. I, I gave, yeah, no, you, I did, get, you did pretty good. You did pretty I get good. complaints like, yo, I can't even make These that out, Rick. Let's see one of those barcode ones. That you Let, let's go with the next one, Justin. Damn, this is going to be hard. Yeah, that shit is fucking crazy. Because you were not at this event. Mm. Damn, that shit is crazy. That's a clue right there. Yeah, the clue is a nigga need better glasses with that shit. <laughs> oh, it is. Yo, I don't even know. I can't even. It's see. like a club, like a club scene to me. No, I see the. Yeah, I see it's a club. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm two for three right now. Baseball. Justin, two. let's reveal this photo. Let's see what that one is. Boom. So oh. this was the That's episode with Devonte. Devonte. Oh, okay. And 
he took a this picture. No, he did a car trick. Then he took this picture. And then when we looked at this picture, the card that he pulled out was the one that was in the photo. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you. Yeah. So figure that one out. <laughs> Give me the next one, Justin. <laughs> I love Devante. There we go. See, this is one of the barcode ones. <laughs> It looks, mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like a, a backdrop for a phone. Like it looks right. like wallpaper. Let's Can't reveal even. it, Justin. <laughs> it looks like Rick's DNA bar. Oh, that's great. Oh. <laughs> Yo, I would never be. Able to... <laughs> hey. Yo. How? <laughs> yeah. Why did that one? I had, I had to try to make it hard a little bit. Uh, yeah, Justin, definitely. Give, yeah. give me the next one. Yeah, the next one. Just put a black square so I can not guess. <laughs> Oh, that's millennial. Hey, wait, what shape is that? H? That's, that's Melanie. Yeah, I, he's correct. Can we reveal the image? Um, that's why Jayla came. She's waiting for Melanie. <laughs> hey, she was like, Yeah, fuck this bald nigga. All right, it was Melanie. That was the last one, right, Justin? No, I'm not saying nothing because I yeah, can't talk. It. It's just that I know I'm gonna get yelled at, so I'm just gonna yeah. take my nah, help. Nah, it's, all nah, it's all love. I mean, Mike got you already with that. You was here for millennia, but not. <laughs> uh, you look so, like a nice tan. You've been outside. That's where you've been at. She looked uh-huh. like she went to the tanning salon. She got eyebrows done, makeup done, hair done, everything. I only got my oh. lashes done early this morning. But... So, <laughs> let's do three, two, one. What is that? So, three, two, one is uh, three things that you've watched over the last quarantine year. Mm-hmm. Uh, two things you've been listening to and one thing you're going to accomplish this year. Mm. So give me three things you were watching over the past quarantine year. Um, Snowfall. Ooh. Yes. Excellent show. That's fire. Excellent fucking show. One of the best fucking shows. Absolutely. On TV right now. Absolutely. I've been saying it for two years. Yeah, I need Rick, you need to get up on it. I haven't watched it yet, but I love um, me neither. I love power and it's better than power because Snowfall way better than, way better than power. Power is a show, yeah. but Snowfall almost feels like it's real. Yeah. So it's been compared to the wire, and the wire's is probably top three for me. So I have to watch it. Um, I think I, I will say that I think it's better. You know what I you know what I watched? Look, this is this is gonna be you're gonna know that I have a wife. Watch what happens live with Andy Cohen. We are oh, on Bravo. Tell- oh, somebody's jumping in early on the conversation. Hey, but let's let her good, in. That's a good show, though. Let's, let's, let's let her in. <laughs> Crazy. It's entertaining. It's entertaining. <laughs> I rock with it. I rock with it. Probably all American. Okay. I, what are, American what are, what are, I couldn't get I couldn't get on board with that one. I couldn't all get American it. I like. But it's so different, all right? It's so yeah. different. Like I'm eclectic in everything. With I get that. I'll rock with so it. give me two things you've been listening to, music-wise, podcast-wise, audiobook, whatever it is. Um, what have I been listening to? CDs. Besides yeah. myself. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no. Seriously, I'll be. I'll, I'll listen to a lot of, and and it's not like the plug kind of thing. It's I listen to Chicle and Benzo a lot, so that I can hear if there's any you know different things as far as that. Hey, it's be dope. You know, I heard a song. I was like, Yo, Benzo, we gotta do this for a shirt, whatever, like that. So I would say them. And then I listen to a real, like when I'm working, like a, um, like a classic soft, like kind of house chill mix. Like it's a dope Apple playlist. I got something <laughs> I'm going to send you, Mike. Yeah, for sure. Yo, I love, I love those type of vibes. It's in the house type of uh, my, um, he's my compadre slash uncle. 
he's a DJ. He does a lot of house mixes. I'm gonna send you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple LA artists that I want you to listen to. <laughs> Mike, I want to thank you for jumping on the show. On the show, no problem. Thank you for uh, having this dope ass conversation with us. No problem. And giving us some game too. I feel like you gave us some game. Nah, of course, whatever. Follow him on Instagram. Um, of course, I missed. Good morning, all. good morning. The good morning, good mornings come out. Um, take your little minute, watch it. Sometimes it goes a little over the minute. Yeah. Um, take that little advice because it's not no, just, just a minute. Advice. All the game you get in that one minute. But it's more. not just business advice. Like oh, I, 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 twice I've woken up and I'm I was not in the right space. My energy was off. I watched it and I was like, "He's right. Let me let me go about this a different way." So that's dope. I'm glad. Um, I appreciate you even saying that, bro. Because that's like seriously, that's why I do it. And that's a hundred percent exactly how it happened. Nah, straight I up. woke up. I didn't have my coffee. <laughs> the first thing in the morning, and I was like in this shitty ass mood. I saw the good morning, good morning. And it just changed my perspective. And that's why I reposted it. I think I've reposted a few of them. I appreciate but that, bro. Thanks for being on. I appreciate it. If you need you. advice, go to the Motive, Motive, the app. Oh, yeah. Holler at me. Just DM me or whatever. Be like, yo, I saw you on Rick or whatever. From Rick, whatever. Make it happen. And follow him on Instagram. Yes. Jayla, I appreciate the seven minutes that you heard. <laughs> it, was, it was nice. It was nice meeting you. We're going to be on with Melanie and just a few minutes i'm gonna close this out because this is its own separate episode and then i'll be right back up all right cut that gives me time to roll so we thanks guys i appreciate you bro yo mike thank you so much bro